Hi, I'm Gail. And hi, I'm Catherine. Welcome to Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined, our award-winning weekly podcast. Please visit womenover70.com and join Aging Reimagined Circle, our sustaining membership fund, so we may continue to inspire women to age with curiosity, courage, and creativity. Aging Reimagined Circle also hosts probing discussions each month. Visit our upcoming events at womenover70.com and join today. And we're excited to have Deanna Berman in the studio with us today. She's 84 and was referred to us by supporter Colette Roden-Hornoff. Deanna completed her studies in architecture and art history and since 1971 has worked in interior architecture. Deanna finds she's most creative when working in three-dimensional space, and living and working spaces are her specialties. While talking with Deanna, we discovered we both grew up on the north side of Chicago and attended the same high school, except we didn't know each other. Deanna maintains her business to this day and is traveling to Paris soon to see an art show that combines Joni Mitchell with Monet. So Deanna, welcome to Women Over 70. While talking with you, it was clear that you were involved in your work with no intention of slowing down. You told me you love to connect historic images with contemporary ones and that your work continues to excite you. So tell us a little bit more about why that is. All right. I think, thank you first for asking me to do this with you. That's a pleasure. It will be a pleasure. You're welcome. Um, and I, as I, uh, I, I'm, I'm now pushing 85 by 10 in 10 days, and I'm just as excited about what I'm doing as I was 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, the, um, you, you mentioned historic images, history, the contemporary world, both visual and the and the world we're living in. I think you one needs to know a bit of, about each and some depth in certain areas. And um, I think that the exploration of new in new projects, new people asking me to think differently is one of the most exciting parts of my work. Mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't have to repeat myself. I'm listening to a new conversation. I'm being asked to solve a new set of problems. And, and um, along with other people who, who are my clients, I'm on a journey all the time. It's a wonderful <laughs> journey. <laughs> you know, you, you, um, you, when we talked, you told me that you had started going to the Art Institute when you were nine years old. Is that true? Yes, I did. I did. I said I used to take the bus down to the Art Institute. I, I, I would go there a half an hour before my class. I would walk around a certain area. I would have a map and I would walk around a certain area and then a guard would take me to my class. And when my father would pick me up afterwards, I, I feel as though it was really a blessing to be able to identify something that I really loved so early in my life and then watch it take different forms over the period of years. It was a, a wonderful place to be and still is. Deanna, can you, can you um, help me uh, um, visualize the, what, what you mean by 
combining historic images with contemporary ones? What, what, what might I be looking at? Okay, well, I'll give you an example of what I, I, I just went to Paris and I went to the Vuitton Museum and I went specifically for this exhibition, Monet and, and, jo and Joan Mitchell. I don't know if um, Joan Mitchell is someone you work that you're familiar with, but Joan Mitchell, sure. you know, she actually grew up in Chicago, went to the Art Institute, had some success here, it was very difficult for a woman at that period of time, went to Paris, came back from Paris, then moved full time to Paris at 26 years old and started to work and, and located herself about 15 miles from Giverny. Mm. always enjoying and looking at Monet's work. So the, the Vuitton Museum now put together the entire museum, a combination of a retrospective of Joan Mitchell's work, very, very contemporary, and Monet's work. Mm. And that's, for me, it's the, you know, it's a full-blown full blown images of of the old world and the new world and how they clash and how they inform each other. Mm. I know all that. And, and when you look at this, you really understand that she understood color. She understood, understood perspective. This was somebody whose work she'd looked at for many years, but interpreted it in a very new way. And if you don't know the old, if you don't know where you've come from, I don't know if you know the path that you're going on. Mm, yes. So that's the easiest way I can say it, you know, mm -hmm. because it's, you know, I, and I don't think there is, um, there's not a right and a wrong in, either, in the, the, the traditional, the historic or the contemporary world they inform each other continually. Sure. When, something has a, a, when something has a beautiful sense of balance or, or something jars you or awakens you, that's, that's exciting. And it can come out of both worlds, but you need to know both worlds. Mm -hmm. Yes, wow. And how did you get from the Art Institute taking classes to the work that you're doing now? What was your path? Circuitous. <laughs> um, I think one of the first things I was asked to do, um, I was in, when I, when I was in college, I worked for, a, uh, in the merchandise mart in the summers for a firm, and I did their display work for them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I had gone there and looked at a number of different things. And I walked up, and this was how I was like maybe 18 or 19 years old. And I walked up to the manager there and I said, you know, it would be much better if you would move these things over there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, who are you? <laughs> and I said, well, I said, I'm a user. I'm looking at this thing and I'm, you know, I was working, it, it, it was a display show, uh, showroom that had, uh, um, a lot of old objects and um, antique objects, and they were bringing in different things from Europe and Asia. And, 
And he said, well, this was really funny. He was, he was a, a, a much older man. Now he seems like a young man to me. But he said, what do you mean? And I said, if you just sit down, I'll move these things around and I'll make them look better for you. And, and I did. And he then said, you know, they do look better. <laughs> All right, then from there, I, you know, at another point, I, I, I took some classes at the Evanston Art Center, and I got to meet some of the people who were there, and I talked to them about their lighting in their gallery, and that was when they moved right onto the lake. Mm. And, uh, it, was, it was later than that, we moved onto the lake, and I said, you know, I could light this, this room better than it is, than it's lit now. I could make it more inviting. And so they said, and I said, I, but I would charge you to do it. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And I did one gallery space there. And um, they then you know, asked me to come back and work with them for display in their gallery spaces mm. and the relight. And it was incremental. I was studying, I was painting, I was going to school in, in taking architecture and art history as together and it, it all kind of evolved that way. Um, one piece fell into the other and, and uh, I, I had, a, I had a, a nice easier grasp of math, which was to my advantage. And then I had this visual sense and they bumped into each other and made me. <laughs> <laughs> what what's the difference between interior architecture and interior design? Can you help us understand that? So I I'm dealing with this I'm dealing with the whole with the bones and the structure. I I I recently heard I'll tell you something. I recently listened to um, a, a documentary on Michael Tilson Thomas. Mm -hmm. I think he said it better than I could have said it. Somebody, the interviewer said to him, um, what, what is composing about? And he said, oh, composing isn't difficult. He said, you write down all the notes that you possibly can, and then you take away the ones you don't have to use. <laughs> <laughs> It's, that's a wonderful, that's a wonderful explanation. It's, you know, I think, I also often think of interior decoration of this adding until you get it right. Mm -hmm. I think of, and, and we're not dealing with the structure itself. Mm -hmm. We're not dealing with the geometry. We're not necessarily, necessarily dealing with how people live and work in it. I'm thinking that interior architecture is getting the, the, the envelope right and then adding those things that are really important to you and making it easy to live in, mm. but exciting to live in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, so uh, you said that you're, you're most, you're most uh, creative when you work in a three-dimensional space. And so that's the bones of it. The the right, right. Um, you know, I I um, I very seldom go go into a project 
And, um, you know, I listen to what someone is telling me. And then I think to myself, you know, if I were, if I had a clean slate here, you know, mm -hmm. what obstacles am I working around that are, are contorting this? What could I simplify? What mm. could I, you know, um, highlight that is more important that would make this whole thing flow easier, flow better? Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, maybe I, maybe I'm, I, you know, if that's that's if the, if, if the architecture exists already. You know, that's if, if I'm going into some place where I'm going to modify it, I'm going to expand it, I'm going to rethink the way it's being used. That's different than if I'm going into a, a big open space and I'm designing uh, um, a restaurant or I'm designing um, some, I design corporate offices, you know, then I, then I, then I have a different, I have a different problem. I'm mm -hmm. trying to solve something differently, but I'm always trying to get back to this essence, the simplest initial bone and structure, and then build on that. Mm. That's the best I can I can say about that, really. Uh-huh. You you've said that projects are people. Oh yeah. What what do you mean by that? Well, because I think you know, people always ask about a trip a job, whatever you say, you always say like, what's your favorite? <laughs> and I always, you know, and, and there's a little a book on architectural quotes and it says architects always say their next project. I always say, I always say it's the people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I could, I, years ago, I designed a very exciting gas station because of the people. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but, oh, it's not, it's not that you're, I want to design a, uh, a palace or a high rise, you know, some people give you a lot of leeway to express yourself and to express themselves. Mm -hmm. And then we both grow together. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I think that's a wonderful thing because I have, I have several clients where I'm on the third generation of wow. within a family. Mm. Um, and I think it's because we we we've we've learned to talk and communicate with each other. That's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Do, do you want to share with us some of your projects? <laughs> well, let me see. Um, sure. I uh, you know I've done a couple <clears throat> in the last couple of years. I did a few smaller restaurants in the city. Mm -hmm. um, one uh, one is uh, um, in Lincoln Square. Wow. Um, one is up on, um, you know, 5,000 on Clark Street, on Clark Street. These are the same owners. I did two restaurants for them. Mm -hmm. I did an expansion of one just recently. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've done, uh, I've done several beauty shops and spas mm -hmm. um, in the city. Um, I've worked in, uh, I have one client where I've actually now done four residences for them. I did one in Arizona, very different, very different places. One in Arizona, one in Florida, one in New York, and one in Chicago. Oh my. 
all different. And, and their lives take them around to many different places in their work and in their life. And uh-huh. so I do think that part of that is that, is that communication. And they, they, they've started out um, this, right? Oh, I should also say that in the last, last year and a half, I've had a really wonderful opportunity because I did a house for my son and my and one of my daughters. Oh my! <laughs> and we're all still talking to each other. That's very good. Yes, had a house up in Milwaukee, and then bought a house, a hundred and thirty year old house right on the lake. So, and my daughter moved here, and she bought a mid-century house, one story. So that one was working in a very contemporary house, and one was working in a 130-year-old house. <laughs> and it was, imagine how, what a joy it is to be able to, you know, communicate like that and to talk with your own family about making something come alive together. Wow. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Very different. They're very different, but they're, you know, it's a, it, it was, they were fabulous projects because they were, uh, they could explore places of themselves that they had never been. You know, the art world, I just went to Art Expo. Maybe, did you get over to Art, art Expo this year? I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> it was fabulous. Show this year. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, and I was there with some clients and we bought some things at the, you know, and these were, these are um, clients that I have just maybe about three or four months and I'm, I've left certain spaces they bought a few smaller pieces in their life, and I've left a few spaces, important spaces for them to start to think about artwork over wallpaper, <laughs> mm. you know. Uh-huh. And uh, they, I just watched this young couple grow by <laughs> feet and inches, feet and inches in the last couple of days. They bought a really dynamic painting, they got into some pieces that were also very provocative. Mm. So that's a, that's a, that's an exciting, that, that too was exciting for me because it was, they got into some political art. Wow. Um, I would have liked to have been there with you to, right. listen, to listen to how you were educating them. <laughs> well, that, would, that would have been, yes. You know, I, um, I, you know I've, I've kind of explained that journey in this way before when I've asked clients that I meet in the beginning and my clients are, are all referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've said to them, you know, what, what we're going to be on this journey together. And when we get all through, this needs to be your office, your home, your, your place it needs to be what you wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But there's a point at which, We'll we'll go on that journey together, and I will ask you to take a leap, just mm-hmm. stay on stay on one side of the chasm, and let me take you across that that chasm, and we'll pick it up again. But it, there will be junctions 
where it's important for you to be able to just let it happen. Because I, you know, I'm lucky I do this every day and I've been doing it for, you know, 80 years now or 75 years now. (laughs) So I've seen a lot of things and you I can bring those, those visions and conversations to the project. And it's terrific to hear people respond to them. I mean, just a couple the other day were just, and, and we had this long discussion last night at 11 o'clock because there was one piece that we did not purchase. We bought, purchased two pieces and one piece that kind of went on hold. And this is a perfect example. They were, they were wanting me to do this powder room for them. And they look, looked at this wall covering and the wall covering, by the time you get through with it, it gets very costly and the installation of the whole thing of it. So I threw a monkey wrench into it last night and said, why don't you, you know, when you get all through, you're just going to have wallpaper. <laughs> but, and why don't, why is it, maybe this is the time to say to yourself, you know, why don't we take that and invest in something that we really loved and we will enjoy instead of, and so today we talked, I just talked to this um, gallery that in Dublin, and we bought this wonderful print image. And it's a marvelous head and a, in, in color. It's kind of androgynous, male, female. And there's a big mask across it with stripes. The stripes have about six or seven different colors on them. And when you look at this, you think to yourself, why this is, it's humanity, it's people of every color, it's people of every race, all shown as, as one human being. Mm. And, it, and, and then we came away and we talked to the gallery owner and I, I said, you know, and how, how, is it, how does that sound to you as an interpretation? And he said, that is one of the ways that the artist thinks about it. And the other way that she thinks about it is the fact that we we are many ourselves are many people at the same time. Mm. We're happy, we're sad, we're thoughtful, we're negligent, you know. And, right. and these colors can also represent all of who we are as one individual. Mm. I, I like said, that. what a lot. What a lot to think about with one big print. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we bought it today from Dublin. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. The one thing about Expo Chicago is that they do have galleries represented from all over the world. Yes. And there was a particular theme going on, I felt, about the condition of society in this particular exposition i think yeah. you're, you know um the whitney the whitney show like two years ago you know m- most of the winners of that whitney biannual and participants were commenting on climate change in mm-hmm. many different ways in sculpture and prints and mm-hmm. you know uh, words but um and i think the well, we can't right now. Is we're we're having a hard time politically, <laughs> so yeah. the the arts are really leading us again. I think 
I mean, look at look at look at the composers this year. The Metropolitan is going to do either two or three operas by living composers. Mm. And the um, in Chicago, we just did two operas in, by by living composers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're speaking of relevant contemporary issues. Right. That's a good thing for us. <laughs> let, let me ask you this, Deanna. Uh, how do you think about your own aging? Do you? No. <laughs> no. I, I, I think, you know, last year I had a, I had a knee replacement. Um, and like everybody else, I have, I have, I have had my share of not, not you know, obstacles one way or the other. Um, but I, what I think about is, is I'm going to just do this as long as I possibly can do what I am doing. Now I used to, I used to have. Uh, now I, I would, say I'm working full time, but my full time now is full time for who I am now. My full time before our office could be running 15 jobs at a time. I'm running five jobs now. And that's five, that's, that's full time for me now. But at one point, that wouldn't have been full time. <laughs> I really appreciate that your distinction about that, Deanna, because I think um, it's, it's so many people seem to compare what, what they can do now with what they used to do. And they find themselves, you know, missing out. And um, I like the way you talk about full time for who I am now. It's wonderful. Yeah, full times are different, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, you know, and I think about, uh, you know, I think about, I, you know, I'm going to go into New York. I want to see this show at the Getty, and and I think to myself, okay, so so you know, it's it, how how many hours will I spend doing that? I went to Art Expo and I think, and I met people and I think, you know, and I thought, you know, how many hours will I spend on my feet? How long will I walk? What do you think? And I, I I try to gauge that. So Mm -hmm. it's appropriate for who I am now. And I Mm -hmm. said to them at the time, okay, like we've been at this now two hours. We're going to, I need need to sit down and have a cup of coffee. I need to get myself back together again. How -hmm. is that for you? They sat down mm-hmm. with me, and then we proceeded. I think your expectations have to be to fill your life appropriately, so that mm-hmm. you still are not too hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, it's you know it. There's I don't know. There's so many. So many well, you know, why do conductors live so long? Why do people who have, you know, some of these great careers live so long? I think they figure out, you know, what they can do and what they can't do. And mm-hmm. we all dropped a lot of things that we thought, we thought were important. And we don't do those anymore. <laughs> we don't want to do those anymore. Right. Right. Yes. So important to us right now, you know? So you get full up, you fill yourself up, but maybe not as full as it might have been, but equally as satisfying. I think that I think it is true. I think the glass is still full, <laughs> yeah. but there's a there there's a 
you're drinking in something different. <laughs> it's, it's, um, you know, I mean, I've worked all day today and, and we're having this, this terrific conversation together, you know, and, and I'm going to go to this architectural lecture and, and, you know, take, take these people to, to hear this because I think it's important that they hear this as a project that I'm on. And so I'm going to take them to hear that tonight and we're going to have a little supper. And I think that's a pretty good day. It's <laughs> <laughs> a full day for sure. <laughs> day. Yes, yes. You know, I think you used the word delicious before, so that's what your life sounds like to me. Well, I think yours does too. I think this is a really wonderful idea of this particular po podcast. You know, and people, this is not an easy time that we're living in right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, where uh, I guess politically, wherever you are, you know, um, I, I feel as though from my political vantage point, I'm, I'm watching a lot of, of us go backwards. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I think but you, have to, you have to really nurture yourself with those things. You can, I have to be politically involved and at the same time, hold on to my spirit. Mm -hmm. That's a neat, that's not an easy job for any of us <laughs> at any age. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's really true. Thank yeah. you so much for being with us, Deanna. Time has a way of flying, and we're sorry this is over already. I but. am. I am too. But I'm sure that that you know we will all meet again, and we'll have a, an opportunity to explore more ideas. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing because you. This is a marvelous idea. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Deanna, and listeners. Thank you for your loyalty. Because of you, our numbers are growing all across the country and overseas, and this is a good thing. We still need more subscribers, so please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Women Over Seventy: Aging Reimagined, and wherever you find our podcast. And we'll see you next Wednesday. <laughs>